1: νου Ασκιμή μου μαάνηδν βεβτεέ χνε σό Ό δεβτεέ μη βλσω κα έ ένους ινου ασκιμή μου μαάνηδί βεβτε
2: χνε σών Ο
1: I'm not
2: sure you're not 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 sure you're shem halichvat es I am the one who is <laughs> i Is not be
0: J.M. and the A.M. with the Shira Choir, Sholem Lemmer, and, um, and Avino Malkainu. Unbelievable. That is quite a uh, that is quite a piece, to say the least. Wow. Uh, before that, on this J.M. and the A.M., Erev, Erev Yom Kippur Thursday morning, uh, you had the uh, kihinika Homer done by Rogers Park. That's brand new. Yamim Narayim Medley from Micha Gamerman, Shlomo calling Kohanim from the Yom Kippur service, Mashkimim from our guest from yesterday, Ohad. It's a pretty amazing tune, I must say. Mashkimim is, is actually a perfect song for early in the morning as well, so <laughs> you got that as well. If you missed any of our conversation with Ohad yesterday, you have to, and I mean seriously, you have to watch the Facebook live video, which I think 1,500 people already have done. Uh, it was just a lot of fun. It was great having him here. I uh, Go to jewishtickets.com for the Monday night concert in um, in Brooklyn, New York at the Millennium Theater. And Regesh, of course, Modani opening things up, and we say good morning. It's Thursday on the September the 28th, the 8th of Tishrei. We say Gamar Chasimatova. Happy, healthy, sweet New Year to everybody out there. As we get set for a Yom Kippur 5778, which begins tomorrow night. 74 degrees outside with 85% humidity. Winds in north at 7 miles per hour. Partly cloudy today with a high temperature of 78. Then tonight, clear skies, a low 55. Tomorrow, sunny, a high of 72. They're talking about really cool temperatures for Shabbos Anyum Kipper. Kippur, which uh, could be very, very helpful, and one is fasting. So if you're in the New York area, you'll uh, hopefully have good fasting weather. Uh, 77 right now in Yerushalayim. We're at 74 here in New York City, as we say good morning and wish everyone a Gemara Hasimatova from uh, JM and the AM. Uh, we'll get an update from Yad Sera in Israel about an hour from now. Then uh, later on, Adam Rosen is going to join us. He's launched a a campaign based on the 54 weeks in a row that he has lain the Cedra. We'll explain all that coming up at 8 o'clock. Dr. Mendel Gantra is going to join us at 835. He's got a brand-new book. Tomorrow, weekly update with Malcolm Holmline. That starts at about 7.40 uh, Eastern time on Irvium Kipper. Tomorrow morning for Malcolm Holmline, about 7.40. And trying to think what else I have to tell people. Uh, a cr- Tremendous lineup today coming up. Charlie Harari, um, Michael Fragan, Phil Goldfeder at 10 a.m. June in the City Speaks. Allison Josephs, I believe, has uh, Lord Sachs, uh, Rabbi Sachs on today. Uh, coming up at 10:30 Miriam Awallack with uh, Dr. Daniel Mishkin he's the author of The Other Side of the Bed what patients go through and what doctors can learn the website is theothersideofthebed.com Dr. Daniel Mishkin Miriam's guest starting at 10:30 we'll live lunch between 11 and 1 and it's Thursday so you never know what's going to happen so I recommend you keep it with us all day long right here at the Nahum Siegel Network it's brand new Avram Avram Fried you're listening to JM in the AM
2: And it's not all because of the bad times, and even though it's not, possible, it's not easy. I <laughs> am
3: שאני ידעתי שאין לנו לסמוך אלו הלווינו וזו הדרך שבחרתי ללכת בעקבות בשורשים שלנו ואיזו מתנה
1: קיבלתי
3: להיות
2: יהודי, מלך
3: Shen lo, alovinu vino,
2: ader so, i v'ezo Posseim Kamo yahung de Hamoji Boredun Perobo e Shiru Shasho. chamou e borreou oi deixou There is a show, Lord, and Ah wow. rekhoh malakhak do ishim nishmor ki nishom ut haira nishom to hairal la Maloche khok So the show
0: J.M. and the A.M. with some amazing selections. Uri Davidi with Birchas Ha'av. Zevi Weinstock and Ari Zucker together with Shir Shol Shevach. You heard Mona Rosenblum and Yaakov Shweki with Utshuva. Yehudima Amin. that's Amramadar, brand new. Kinderlach, who are going to be in the big show on Monday Night Cholamoid at the Millennium in Brooklyn with anabakoach Bakoach. Avremel had Over Masha Over brand new here at J.M. Thursday morning, it's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world on the web at com, on the NachumSigl Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. We've got uh, Tsal in the background. News from Israel is coming up next. (laughs) Sounds like one of our Yalili yeah, uh, feeds is coming through. There we go. We'll do our news from Israel coming up and plenty more on this Thursday. Big Thursday for us with a big lineup all day long. We'll go through everything coming up. Um, and, of course, a tomorrow, weekly update. Malcolm Honline joins us 7.40 Eastern time on an of Yom Kippur tomorrow here at JM and the AM. Galitzal Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast
3: for a Thursday is next. We say Bo from JM the AM. גלי צהל, השעה שתיים, כנהוד גרף עם מה שקורה עכשיו. תאונת האימונים בגולן, סגן אבשלום ארמוני שנהרג בהתהפכות התותח המתנאייה, מובא בשעה זו למנוחות בהר הרצל בירושלים. אביו חמי ספד לו לפני זמן קצר.
2: אנחנו עמומים, עצובים וחסירים, ובעיקר
1: מתחילים לחוש את החמיצות
3: אולי כדי שנבין טוב יותר,
2: אולי תחזיר לנו אתיו שלום ותסביר לנו בדרך
3: אחרת. אולי תתן לנו יזמנות שנייה. כתבתנו קרמל דנגור מזכירה שאתמול נערכה הלווייתו של סמל ראשון אבינואם כהן זיכרונו לברכה שנהרג באותה תאונה. 21 שנות מעשה, אהרון נגזרו על מחבל שביצע פיגוע ברעננה בדצמבר 2015. כתבתנו פי גוטמן.
4: בית המשפט המחוזי מרכז גזר היום מדינו של הנאשם בניסיונות רצח מרובים בתחנת אוטובוס ברעננה לפני כשנתיים, במהלך גל הטרור. על פי כתב האישום בהודעה, מחבל השתמש בסכין משוננת במטרה לרצוח יהודים מתוך רצונו להפוך לשהיד. בנוסף, יפצע מחבל את ארבעת המתלוננים נגדו בסכום כולל של 145.
3: 2000 שקלים. של 6 גורות במחיר דלק החל بمצוה שבת. כתובתנו מוריה 10.
5: מחצית הלילה שבין שבת לראשון, על של ליטר דלק בנזין 95 אוקטן, בשרות הצמי באחוז אחד, הוא יעמוד על 6 שקלים ו-6 גורות. אם תפחרו בשרות מלאה, תלצלו לשנה 20 אגורות נוספות. עלייה של גורה אחת מהקודש הקדום.
3: Bil Adi, the German Union Director of Angela Merkel, Elizabeth Motschman, has sent a councilor on the councilor in terms of the We have a success, but uh, at
6: the same
4: time, we have big problems. Angela Merkel pushed the party to the middle. There are people who say to the left, we lost on the long lane. Voters...
3: הגענו להישג, ועם זאת יש לנו בעיות גדולות. מרקל דחפה את המפלגה למרכז, יש שיומרו, לשמאל, ואנחנו הפסדנו מצביעים בטווח הארוך. כך מורצ'מן. נזג האוויר. נאה וללא שינוי ניכר בטמפרטורות שיהיו נמוכות מהרגיל לעונה. מחר, ערב יום הכיפורים, עוד התקררות קלה, ביקר בהרים, עם סיכוי לטפטוף. לשבת תפטוף עד גשם מקומיקל בצפון ולעורך מישור החוף. ולסיום, משלחת החילוץ הישראלית למקסיקו שווה לארץ אחרי שבוע בוסי על סייאלה נפגעים ברעידת האדמה. ראש הממשלה נתניהו קיבל אותם בנתבג. כתבנו גלכן שמעית שגריר מקסיקו בישראל پابלו מסדו ריבה וראש משלחת אלוף משנה דוד מזרחי. אנו יוכדים יתרי אהરસ וזוכים ולמחאות כפיים שאירות של אלפי אנשים שעומדים ומוחים כפיים החיבוק <חיבוק> <חיבוק> היה אדיר. On behalf of the people of Mexico, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Mi casa es su casa. אני מאוד נרגש בשם העם המקסיקני אני מודה לכם מעומק ליבי, ביתי וביתכם אלא החדשות שעורך איתו דוד כהן.
2: (laughs) What was it, was and we'll hear it. it's all what will happen. What was it, you're a miracle. You're STOP!
0: AM in the AM, brand new from Levi Cohen, that's Atavichar Tanu, words of course we'll say on Yontif, including tomorrow night. Um, uh, before that, Mordechai Shapiro's brand new with Machar, you heard Mayim Rabin brand new, that's Derech Achim to open up the 7 o'clock hour. Good morning, it's Thursday, it's uh, JM in the AM. Uh, we'll do a Yad Sarah update later this hour, that'll be coming up. Charlie Harari with Unlocking Greatness coming up at 9 o'clock. He'll talk about Yom Kippur, the greatest day of the year, as Charlie calls it. Spin class, Michael Fragan, Phil Goldfeder with the latest political news at 9.30. Jew in the City Speaks or by Lord Jonathan Sachs is a guest of Allison Josephs between 10 and 10.30 Eastern Time this morning or by Lord Jonathan Sachs. Allison's guest starting at 10 a.m. Make sure to tune in. Miriam L. Wallach at 10.30 with um, That's Life. She'll speak with the author of The Other Side of the Bed what patients go through, and what doctors can learn. Dr. Daniel Mishkin is her guest. The website is theothersideofthebed.com. That'll be 1030, 11 a.m. We'll do some live lunching. Uh, make sure to be tuned in. That's all I can tell you. Thursday's always great. Tomorrow night is Yom Kippur. There's plenty to talk about, that's for sure. Short week next week. Um, who knows what's around the Nahum Single Network corner. There's always something around the corner <laughs> that I can tell you. Uh, so make sure to tune in and uh, be part of it. Um, you can comment on our app, and we welcome comments on the app. Go to the N S N Ahum Single Network app for Android or iPhone, and comment away. You could also sponsor part or all of our J M and the A M broadcast. You want to sponsor a bayudin tomorrow before Yom Kippur in honor of somebody, a speedy recovery to somebody, in memory of somebody. You could do that. Uh, you could sponsor. Oh, who you know who's yard site's tomorrow? Uncle Dave's yard site is tomorrow. The great Dave Weinberger, his first yard site, died right before Yom Kippur last year. Wow. We miss him in this neighborhood. Um, one can sponsor a um, a morning chizuk, whatever day you wish, hatikva, moda'ani, uh, whatever you want. It's all up there at the FJB Unity website, fjbunity.org. That's Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, fjbunity.org. Uh, you'll see at the top it says sponsorship opportunities, and you could do that. Uh, not only help keep us going, which is a wonderful thing to do, as you know, for the last 34 years, uh, but in addition to that, uh, you'd be able to pay tribute to somebody or to their memory, etc., etc. Which reminds me, i got to make sure to have yard site candles for tomorrow night. Okay, write that down as we get ready for Yom Kipper. Uh, what a time of year it is. All right, um, so you can do that at fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Dot org. We'll have a community calendar and plenty more. JewishTickets.com has all the info you want. JewishTickets.com has all the info you want. The Jerusalem and New York concert that we spoke about yesterday with Ohad, Itzik Dadia, the Edidim Choir, the Kinderlach, Uzziat Tzadok. Really a unique lineup for Brooklyn, that's for sure. That's happening Monday night at the Millennium Theater. You'll see it there at JewishTickets.com. And what else did I want to say? You'll see it there at JewishTickets.com. And there was some other point I wanted to make. <laughs> I can't remember anything anymore. Oh, yeah, the cruises are up there. In addition to all the concert presentations that are up there, including the Sookie and Ding shows. By the way, Sookie and Ding are doing a whole Simcha mania with the twins from France, which is always a great show. They're going to be in Ramapo on Sunday, Cholamoid, Lakewood on Monday, Cholamoid, Flopbush on Tuesday, Cholamoid, and Wednesday at Tag on Hoshana Rabba. So check that out at jewishtickets.com. It's available. But I also wanted to point out the cruises. Uh, The Holomoid Sukkah Cruises, rain or shine, take place uh, off of Pier 7 in Brooklyn, New York, starting at 3 p.m. each day. Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, Holomoid. There's also a preemptive online reservation where you can get $5 off your ticket. Uh, So check it out, Holomoid Sukkah Cruises. You'll see it when you go to jewishtickets.com. We highly recommend it. It is run by a really, really nice guy. (laughs) So that's why. (laughs) It's one of the reasons why we make sure to push it each and every time so people can enjoy and have a wonderful Chol outing with their family 21 minutes after 7 o'clock, it is a jm in the am um what is today jm in the am thursday morning and uh let's see if we can get this if we can get this selection going uh this is one of the tunes that we turn to at this time of year Baruch shana from the Yom Kippur I should say Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur liturgy Vegas at JM in the AMA. If you. Be- JM and the AM. Every time I do that selection from Dvekis, uh which is so appropriate, of course, for the uh, Yomim Noroyim, uh, I always want to follow it up with this selection from Dvekis. So I'm going <laughs> to keep that tradition going and see if we could sneak it in here before our Rabbi Goldwasser joins us at JM and the AM. Here it is, perfect for this time of year, Shmakolenu at JM and the AM. Well, there it is. Got it in there. Shema Kolenu, Thursday morning broadcast. An amazing song for this time of year as we get closer and closer to Yom Kippur, which begins tomorrow night. J.M. and the A.M. Thursday, Rabbi David Goldwasser's words. L'zecha Harav Levi and Esther Baser Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk.
7: Good morning. The Rambam says in Huchus Tshuva, Perek Zion, the seventh chapter. Gidolot tshuva. Tshuva is great. Shemekareves esar Adom la Because it brings a person close to the Divine Presence. Shnemar, <speaking in Hebrew> as it says in the Pasuk. Shuvah <speaking in Hebrew> Yisrael. Return B'nai Yisrael. Arashemelokecho. <speaking in Hebrew> to Hashem. Hatshuvah. Mekareves esar Echokim. has the power to bring those who have been distanced who are very far away, close to Hashem. A, a girl from a religious home married an atheist from an irreligious kibbutz. Slowly, the man worked to get rid of the Amuna Tahora, the pure faith that his wife had. He wanted to move to one of the mountainous areas in Eretz Yisrael and raise livestock. When they moved into their home, he didn't agree to put up a mezuzah he didn't wear tefillin. When she lit candles for Shabbos, he would ask her, Why are you lighting candles? Nobody died. When she gave birth to a son, he refused to give him a brismila. One day, there was a huge winter storm. There were heavy winds, and soon the mountains were covered in a thick blanket of snow. Their young son was sick, and was soon burning up with fever. The temperature had risen to 104. His breathing became labored, and he sounded like he was choking. They couldn't get their car out. They tried calling for help, but the phone lines were dead. There were no nearby neighbors to turn to for help. The child's face began to turn blue. The mother was faint from fear, and the father was at his wit's end. Whatever he tried was not working out. Then the woman saw her husband standing by his son's side and muttering. She heard him whisper, Hashem, do something. I can't. There's no car, no ambulance, no phone. She was very surprised to see him praying. She asked him, Why are you praying? You yourself told me there is no God. What can I do, he said, ashamed. I have to try everything. As they stood there, the child's breathing suddenly sounded less labored. His breathing slowly normalized and the color returned to his face. The danger had passed. They now realized there was a Rebono shalom. It's a shame that it took them so long. This has been Rabbi Dovin Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
0: J.M. in the A.M. on this Thursday morning as we get closer and closer to Yom Kippur, which begins tomorrow night. Uh, well, many of you, of course, are, um, are very familiar with Yad Sarah in Israel. We spent a lot of time talking about it here. Uh, Stacy Siegel, as you know, just ran a wonderful bake sale for Yad Sarah, uh, where thousands of dollars were uh, brought in from this local area for an amazing organization that has over 100 centers in Israel uh servicing every imaginable um department uh when it comes to um when it comes to helping people out with medical equipment and therapy and and, and a million other things and then we saw some of them we saw some of them back uh during the um uh the trip in May and we had an opportunity to visit some of the uh right April and May I should say we had an opportunity to see some of the uh Yatsara Headquarters in Israel, and the one in Jerusalem is extremely impressive. Many of you have been there. Anyway, um, I've asked Rabbi Yigal Siegel, who has been so inundated with the Yad Yadsara activities over the last couple of weeks, to join us because it's the only way we could actually speak with him at all. Because it's the only it's the only time we can actually get him on the phone these days. That's how completely preoccupied he is with one of the most amazing developments in Israel. Uh, under the umbrella of Yad Sarah, Yigal Siegel, Gemara Khatima Tovah, Shana Tova, and welcome back to JM in the AM. Oh, Nahum, no. happy Hanukkah.
8: I haven't spoken to you in so long.
0: Hey, that's how it feels to us, frankly, but uh, we're going to give you a pass because we know how hard you've been working on an extremely important project to Yerushalayim and really to the entire state of Israel. Yad Sarah has added, and we spoke about this. Yigal, of course, was with us during the Yad Sarah program uh, that we did from Israel uh, during Yom Yerushalayim week. Um, and uh, and so we spoke somewhat about this uh, at that time. Um, a major development that Yad Sarah, uh, there was a need that had to be met in terms of emergency services in Jerusalem, and Yad Sarah went ahead and has met that need. Explain to the audience what has been happening over the last month or so uh, at Yad Sarah headquarters in Jerusalem.
8: Well, um, I mean, going back to uh, to. Kind of the history of this around a year and a half ago, Uriel Poliansky, the head of Yat-Sara, uh... made a decision um, to to try and do something to alleviate the tremendous uh, traffic in the emergency rooms in Ushuaian, where people, as uh, as you know, people can sit for hours and hours <laughs> to to receive treatment. A good point. Um, and they receive excellent treatment. It's not like they don't receive good treatment, but it just you know, it's just a question of of, of being in, in a being in a situation where there's so many people in Jerusalem and just weren't enough places for this urgent care to be given. Um, there are other clinics that give urgent care and uh they are also you know, people have, uh, have told me that the the lines there are also very, very um long. So so he decided that he wanted to uh, start something in Yatsara, in the Yatsara main building here in Jerusalem on the first floor. There is now an urgent care center. It's called the uh, the Frankel Center for Emergency uh, Care. And basically the idea here is for, for people who have – no not they don't have a need to go to a hospital in the sense that they don't have something which is extremely urgent or you know, a heart attack or something like that. But, you know, someone falls, hurts themselves, gets a cut, needs stitches, needs an x-ray, this is uh, now um, open, and and we're open for business two weeks already, and people in Jerusalem are coming to us to receive um, excellent, I I should say, excellent care, because I've seen it, and uh, the doctors here are doing a great job.
0: Now, um, okay, so it's open the last couple of weeks, as you said, and it has specific hours, right?
8: Yeah, we're open from 6.30 in the evening until midnight. Um, basically, the last patient is accepted around eleven fifteen, eleven thirty, depending on what their need is. And then because the doctors and nurses, uh, most of them, are from Shari Tzedek uh, Medical Center, who was a very, very strong partner in this uh, initiative. People might think they were in competition with uh, someone like Shari Tzedek, who's around 100 yards from us. But really, we worked uh, tremendously uh, close together. And uh, I'd say 95% of our doctors and nurses are from their staff and uh basically so we close the doors at 12 at night and we have three different sections here in the center we have a pediatric center uh we have a doctor a pediatrician here on call the uh, the entire time that they we're open uh, for children. Then we also have an OBGYN who's here. Uh, that's a tremendous need in your shalim, especially in the uh, evening hours for a woman who needs to be checked out by an OBGYN. So we have that as well with ultrasound and, and all the equipment that's necessary for that. And then we have the general uh, emergency medicine, you know, what's called here in Israel, rofei Pnimi, an internal, an internist who, you know, has the uh, experience to to deal with with any type of thing that deal with uh, with adults. That why an adult would go to an emergency room. These people are the ones who uh, have the experience to deal with those type of things.
0: Rabbi Egal Siegel, Yad Sarah headquarters in Jerusalem. Um... Who's responsible for this? Is this something that you know all the donors to Yad Yatsara can take pride in? Is this one family or one philanthropist who helped move this thing along? How did it go? No, uh,
8: the, the Frankel family, who's, uh, who's been friends with Yatsara for many years, um, they're based in Monaco, so they, they're the ones who dedicated the center. Uh, there are other... Um, uh, donation opportunities. People can dedicate rooms. Uh, the the X ray center has been dedicated already. So there there's definitely the Frankels were the ones who stepped up and 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 gave the uh, the bulk of the of the uh, funds necessary to make this happen. But uh, you know, anyone can help out. The idea here is uh, we're not we're not trying to uh, um, we're not trying to get into competition with anyone else. We're just trying to provide care for those who need it here. And also something very important I forgot to mention. That obviously Yatsura is famous for lending out medical equipment. Right. So in the uh, in the uh, urgent care center that we have here, we have a section where we have wheelchairs and and we have uh, uh, crutches and you know basic uh, the basic needs that someone who you know God forbid comes in with. Uh, a broken leg which happened yesterday Uh, so they can walk out with crutches they don't have to wait to go somewhere else the next day to get it right which may sound which may
0: sound unusual to some of the people from different countries listening to this because it probably works like that you know in most hospitals especially in the u.s. but it does not always work like that in Israel
8: no in Israel you have to you know get you get a prescription to not a better word for it for whatever equipment you need then you have to Go through your um, your regular Kupa, which is a, a medical fund, to get it. It could take time. Yatzera is famous. This is why we started Yatzera to lend out medical equipment for people uh, who can't afford to to pay the uh, copay that's necessary or do not want to wait for it. They can come to any one of the, over 105 centers that they have uh, countrywide to get the necessary equipment. So that's. One of, the other, uh, one of the other perks that we have in terms of Yad are doing this, that the equipment is available for them um, during the, during the hours that the that we're open.
0: How do we refer to the new facility, emergency response center? Like, what do we call it?
8: Um, <laughs> it has uh, a lot of different names, but uh, we, we call it an urgent care center. Oh, urgent care center, right. center. I mean, it's something which uh, obviously to translate to. Um, to, to what your listeners in the states uh, or you know in other countries would understand, it's a, it's something like you know a walk-in clinic where right. you know someone who has a sore throat or someone who has a stomach ache or someone who has an eye infection. You know, it's something which here we call it, what's, what's called a miyun mahalchim. It's like a walking a walk-in emergency room. Yeah, it's and, not, and God forbid and, and, for someone
0: who's and know, there's there, these types of things. Are, these types of things are sprouting up all over the place here. A city MD. I know city MD is one of them here. I just can't think of the word, but I know I know people know exactly what I'm trying to think of. Also, right. well, would, would the average visitor notice a difference? Like, did you have to build a massive facility attached to the Well,
8: the first floor here used to house um, a, a cafeteria and some other uh, uh, small rooms, and they basically gutted it. It's 750 meters, which is a, a very large area. Um, I can tell you that uh, since you know me so long, you know that the interior design is not my thing. <laughs> but but uh, it's an unbelievably beautiful place. You know, people have walked in, and they think they're coming to a hotel. Like, you know, wow. they didn't think they're coming to a, a medical center. Uh, and the people who designed it, obviously members of the Napoleonti family, uh, were very much involved in this. They They wanted to make it a place that when you came in, you felt you know, okay, this is not a scary place. Right. Uh, in the children's section, for example, they have skylights with uh, beautiful pictures. So if a kid's lying down and, and he looks up, he sees, he sees a nice picture as opposed to, you know, just the uh, ceiling. Right. Um, they have toys for the kids. Uh, you know, they they really spent a lot of time trying to design a place where, you know, if you have to come to a place like this, which obviously you don't want to, then at least you feel that, okay, it's not such a bad experience. And so far, I can tell you enough, we've had... Uh, you know um they started they started an advertising campaign last week and uh, we're we're getting people coming in and people are coming from from outside jerusalem in fact because um, they'd rather come drive a half hour to get here and not have to wait in line in other places well because remember far, they haven't been long lines remember so we we're anticipating that there're going to be some longer lines than they are but uh,
0: remember when we were in Binyamin, they were complaining about how long it takes to get to the jerusalem hospitals here if a place like this is accessible at 10 11 o'clock at night obviously they could travel with a lot less traffic and make it faster so.
8: right in fact I just heard last night from one of our doctors that they're opening a center in benyamin specifically because of this reason right but um, yeah you know, we the for... things are, uh, you know there is a, a, a series of clinics in in, in Israel called Terim um, which was started uh, by dr. Applebaum Alvahamm and he you know who was the head of emergency medicine in chariteek and uh... So this idea is all over the country now. I mean, terim is all over the country now, and and the, there's there's a couple of terms here in Jerusalem. It's just again, thank God, because of the population explosion here, uh, Rabbi Lepolliansky felt that there was a need for it, and I think so far, just in the couple of weeks that we've been open, um, it's 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 showing that there is a need for this.
0: What was the Saturday night like after the three-day untif? <laughs> um,
8: well, it. it we had to run here uh basically um yeah you know, it wasn't as crowded as i think it will be you know the next three day tov in israel because again we had just opened uh, a couple of days before yet rashana but uh again you know people who um had some sort of uh you know there was someone who came in who had fallen over tov and wasn't feeling well so they wanted to you know get an x-ray things like that um you know, when Motzei Shabbos, Motzei Yom Kippur, you know the the days after a holiday or Shabbat, I think we're going to see uh, a lot of people coming for this. Is there for, for this type of uh, care?
0: Is there a machine you need that you don't have yet? Um,
8: no, I think we have all the machines. I, I think uh, we we probably are going to need more machines. Like for example, we have an ultrasound machine, which is one. We have one ultrasound machine, which is is you can change, uh, you know, whether it's a, for a woman for a man. Uh, for a child, it would be a tremendous help to us if we could have an ultrasound machine for children, just for children, so in case there 's a need for it we don 't have to right. you know bring the child to the other side now, These are the types of things that we 're going to need we're as we get more and more popular, which you know it 's slowly but steadily it 's uh, building up in numbers we 're going to need more additional equipment of the same thing um, you know an ultrasound machine can be as much as uh, you know forty five thousand right. dollars and um Happened to be that, that uh, just to mention Shari Tetik again. I know they're good friends of, of, of your show, yeah, sure. and I just want to um, personally say, from my experience in the last four months in, in helping to run this project, um, they gave us this ultrasound machine. They've given us other equipment. They've just been there for us. Uh, our computer program is from them. They've been there for us every step of the way, and it's been a tremendous help. But as I said, you know, if people are interested in you know, doing something more for this center specifically in terms of equipment or in terms of dedicating rooms, there's always opportunities for them.
0: There you go. Uh, Yatsara, they've got the brand new uh, urgent care center as we're referring to it. It's a couple of weeks old. Uh, there was a nice ceremony, right? There was a nice opening ceremony for it.
8: Yeah, it was beautiful. It was a couple of weeks ago. Wow. It seemed like a year ago, but it was only two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> and,
0: and, this, and this is why, those of you who are frustrated that you haven't been able to reach uh, Rabbi Yigal Siegel, this is the reason why he has been drowning in, in Yad Sarar Urgent Care stuff over the last month. And uh, thank God, has able now to look back a little bit and, um, and with great pride at the opening of the Urgent Care Center. And this is something that uh, obviously is going to keep growing and growing as more and more people learn about it and find out about its services. Uh, well, like send our best the Pulyansky family yet, yet another, I mean, wh- whoever dreamt with all the things they've added to their Yatsara portfolio, whoever dreamt they'd add something this significant. That's yeah,
8: uh, why I mentioned, as long as I'm on the air with you, that sir. there's another new project that just opened uh, a week before uh, the urgent care center, which is they have now three apartments here in Yatsara for people who have a uh, family in Shari Tzedek specifically. And, um and want to stay close by, whether it's Shabbat or a holiday, whatever it is, and they, or even during the week. And they don't have necessarily the funds uh, for a hotel, or they just want to be close to the hospital, which is literally a, a less than a five-minute walk from here. Uh, there are now three apartments which are available, which are basically like hotel rooms. Uh, IKEA Israel donated a lot of the furniture. And, and uh, the the bottom line is, if someone needs a place to stay, uh, they can get in touch with Yat-Sarad. Uh, here in Israel, and they can uh, arrange to have uh, to have uh, access
0: to these rooms. By the way, that could be very important for American tourists. That's
8: why I'm mentioning yeah. it, because you know, especially if someone you know, a friend of ours, I'm sure you know about this. In the summer, his daughter had to be in Shariatik for a few days.
9: Right.
8: If it was open, then I think it would have been very, very uh, convenient for them when they came from America to be with her.
0: All right, there you go. All right, anybody who needs help, uh, let us know. We can get you in touch with the Atzarah, or obviously they got the website. Uh, and you can uh, just search them and get more information. But obviously, uh, uh, it, we are proud to be a direct contact with them. Just be in touch with us for anything you think they may be able to help your family with in Israel. Rabbi Yigal Siegel, Gemara Hatimah Tovah, and Mazal Tov to you and the Lepolyanski family Have and everybody. Happy
8: anniversary to you, by the way. Thank you very much. I remember when you started. <laughs> you were
0: such a good guy. <laughs> oh,
6: uh, i sorry I haven't
0: spoken. He has a family. <laughs> 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 I'm telling you, folks, it's been impossible to reach him. <laughs> impossible. Uh, please, tell, please tell Stacey Siegel,
8: uh, one of my favorite sister-in-laws, uh, please tell her that I apologize for for not being <laughs> in touch with her to thank her personally for the tremendous success of her bake sale. And I know that here in Israel, at the Yad headquarters, they're extremely appreciative of all the people who help out, but especially someone who makes such an effort. And I'm not just saying this because it says she's my sister law I'm saying it because she, I know she makes tremendous efforts for Tzedakah in general, not just for Yatsara, but specifically I want to thank her on behalf of Yetzirah. Yeah, she
0: did a great job, and I will pass that message along. Kol HaKavod, Rabbi Be well, and then Shanatova Tova, Gemara Khatimatova
8: to you and all your listeners. Thanks, Nach.
0: More coming up. It's JM in the AM.
2: I'm going to go to the house and I'm going
5: to go to the house. I'm going to go to the house
2: and I'm going to go the house. Roselolam als ibate arimmi o medet benizet tal almot kulam mikazzwot ta welle musim eneh ma sala huslam ki basof ze haler rakalevshe movile movilet kulanu lesa
5: koladrohim masfilim movilim li roselaji kolat sous
0: JM in the AM. That's Avram. from Freed, brand new. Someone had a great request for Avrami Flum with words from today's Sluchos. I don't know why we can't find that selection. Hmm. We're working on it. I'm not sure why we can't find it at the moment, but we are working on it. Five minutes before eight o'clock. It's Thursday. It's JM in the AM. Oh, um. <laughs> Coming up at nine o'clock. It's uh, Charlie Harari. T- uh, nine thirty for. Uh, Spin class with Michael Fragan and the Phil Goldfeder. Coming up at uh, 10 a.m., it's uh, Allison Joseph's Jew in the City Speaks with, with by Lord Jonathan Sachs. by Lord Jonathan Sachs is the um, is the guest today. Allison's program, Jew in the City Speaks. 10.30 for Mary Mel Wallach and That's Life. She'll speak with Dr. Daniel Mishkin. He's author of The Other Side of the Bed what patients go through, and what doctors can learn. TheOtherSideOfTheBed.com, TheOtherSideOfTheBed.com for information. Well, live lunch starting at 11 o'clock. Make sure to join us. Yad Eliezer, they continue to collect money for those who are in terribly desperate financial situations in Israel before the holiday of Sukkot. Go to the Yad Eliezer website or feel free to go to our website, NahumSiegel.com, when you scroll down. To the bottom of our homepage, you'll see the banner for Yad Eliezer. Click through, be as generous as possible. Again, Yad Eliezer with a tremendous push right now before Yuntif to help as many people as possible for the holiday of Sukkot. Go to Yad Eliezer's website or go to nachomsigl.com, scroll to the bottom, and you'll see the banner for Yad Eliezer. Click through and be as generous as possible. More coming up. It's JM in the AM at 4 minutes before 8 o'clock. It is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners sponsored digital radio around the world and the web at Nahum on the Nahum Network and, of course, on the beloved NSNS. J.M. in the A.M. with the um, presentation entitled a "Good Yar, which begins with that Yumim No Ra'im selection. Uh, Shalom, Jacob's presentation here at uh, at J.M. in the A.M. Well, uh, my friend from long ago, Adam Rosen, is with us live via telephone. Adam is down in Boynton Beach, Florida, and claims that he is about to accomplish a rarity. That's what he claims. Now, I, I, I meant to – I'm laughing because I meant to contact both Seth Gordon and uh, Dr. Maisie Weisberg, two of the greatest uh, Bale Cria, Balcores, that I know, to, um, to get their opinion about how rare a feat they think this is. But I didn't do that, so uh, there won't be any challenges this morning here on the air. We'll certainly go ahead and just talk about the Adam Rosen Torah Reading Marathon and what he's done to commemorate this
10: rare feat.
0: Adam Rosen, Gumar Shana Tovah. welcome to
10: JM and the AM. Thank you. Good morning, my friend, and Gamar Khatimatova to you as well. Thanks great for having me. Great to speak to you, to say the least. Likewise. I so so haven't seen you since the OU Fair a couple of years ago.
0: Oh, that's correct. I remember that. All right, so you <laughs> so you claim, you claim yep. That what you are about to accomplish, thank God, Baruch Hashem, which is reading every one of the 54 portions, the 54 sedras in the Torah, in one annual cycle without missing a single one, you are claiming this is a rare feat.
10: I believe so. I mean, you know, thank God I've been laning on a regular, pretty much weekly basis for about 31 years and uh, ever since college, and... um, it had always been something that i always said you know it would be great to do and of course you know life gets in the way uh, scheduling wise and you know thank god simcha as you go away every once in a while even if you're the regular volleyball wherever you are and uh so you know it's just kind of it's one of these things that i always had in the back of my mind that i wanted to do um and Having kind of networked, if you will, with a lot of other other Kriya and talk shop with a lot of them that I've met over the years, I have yet to meet anyone who personally who has done it. Ah, so
0: that's the uh, point that you you already did my research. That's the <clears throat> point because I'm saying to myself, especially with the ones who are employed as Torah readers, I would suspect a lot of them have done it. But based on what you found out directly from them, even they have a week off at some point during the fifty-four.
10: Right, and I. You know, it's um, it's just like one of these things where, just like you, you, you told me when we originally spoke that you had a couple of guys, I think in the uh, maybe Baltimore area locally, who you suspect may have done it. Right. I also had one or two guys who I really said, you know, if I had to put money on it, these would be the guys. But at least one of them that I was able to get hold of, much to my surprise, frankly, you know, had not done it. Amazing, and, which,
0: which means starting with Bracious and literally right. doing every <laughs> – sedra, until v'zosa right, bracha.
10: right, right. Uh, and, and that and
0: that, and that would include every word. Meaning, uh, for yep. for instance, when it comes to Simchas Torah, you'd be reading Chasim Torah, Chasim Brachus,
10: etc., cetera, etc., cetera, etc. All the uh, correct, wow. correct,
0: very okay. This is a lot cooler than I thought,
10: frankly. <laughs> it's you know, I, I, one of the things that I've been telling a few people uh, that, from a psychological standpoint, it it is very interesting and something I never really even anticipated is that, you know, when you're going through a regular year and you have a week off here or there I estimated that I I lean probably out of the 54 each year probably 46 to 47 in in an average year probably the most I've ever done was about 49 but you know when you have a week off you don't really necessarily think how great it is to have a week off it just happens and Mm -hmm. you know it's an unusual feeling not to be laning if you were used to it every week, right. but this year psychologically, I guess the the difference has been not even having the option to take a week off right. or I'm out of the game right. has been very interesting. And as it's progressed, um, that's kind of hit me more and more. Like there's there's literally no option. You don't even have it have it available to you. Or where or
0: where where are you doing it? In which shool?
10: So my primary shul is Sheikh Chesed congregation in Boynton Beach, but um, interestingly enough, it actually started in uh, the Young Israel of Great Neck, Bereshit. I was up for a wedding right after the Om Tovim last year, and I knew that uh, I wanted to undertake this attempt. So my brother, who uh, is in Great Neck, I asked him if he could get me a landing gig at the Young Israel, and um, I said, you know, if you miss Bracius, that's like missing the first night of Sphera. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you're, you're, you're out. You're out. So uh, fortunately, I, I laned for the uh, Teen Minion, actually, the Young years old Great Neck, to start it. And um, I've been, uh, I've laned in Charleston, South Carolina, my hometown, uh, probably about four times over the year. And uh, also in Miami Beach. And, uh, but it's been really great because all of the shules that I've contacted, uh, or have had people contact on my behalf to try to coordinate, have been more than happy to do so.
0: What do you do if you find out there's a bar mitzvah in town?
10: Um, then I try to find out if there's a Hashkamah minion in town, yeah. <laughs> or, or some other right. some other place. We, we actually, interestingly enough, right here in Boynton, um, I knew going in that there were three Shabbatim in, in the summer that were going to present challenges. Uh, we had a bar mitzvah, a Sah. And so we actually, even though we don't usually have a Hushkama minion in the summer here, we did form a Hushkama minion with the cooperation of the Shul uh, that week so that I could lane. And then my son's uh, bo Bayom is Devarim, so he was going to lane at the, uh, at the main minion. So we also had a Hushkama that week. And then his celebrated bar mitzvah, because he was a uh, three-weeks baby, was Shofetim, so, we also had a Hushgama Minion then. So, it's been, you know, it, it, it's really all in the planning, obviously, and the cooperation of people. But thank God, Leon Hara, uh, you know, uh, have been able to make it through and uh, hope to culminate on uh, Simchus Torah, God willing.
0: Unbelievable. <laughs> Adam Rosen with us. It's the Torah reading marathon, 54 weeks in a row. Well, not weeks in a row, but you get my point. Right. 54 right. partios in a row. Uh, that he is reading. I I guess you do actually get a week off like Rosh Hashanah got off, right?
10: Uh, Actually, I didn't. Uh, I was actually uh davening for the Ahmud at a shul in Boca for Russian and Yom Kipper. Wow. And um I, I was supposed to lane one day, but I ended up leaning all three. Uh Shabbos I had arranged. I, right. I said I can only I can only Daven for the Ahmud if I can lane Hazinu on Shabbos. It right. was an odd <laughs> seemingly odd request. But uh <laughs> they, they 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 agreed that was fine and then but this Shabbos got William actually off. So uh for Yom Kippur. This so. Shabbos
0: oh, right, Yom Kipper you're off right <laughs> yeah. and, and Shabbos yeah. suck as you'd be off right. All right, so right, right. so Adam Rosen has created this Torah Reading Marathon. Very cool, as you've heard him describe it. It is extremely cool. Um, he is, through his efforts, if you want to sponsor his marathon, because he's been involved in other marathons, right? You've been involved in running marathons and stuff like that, right?
10: Right, I'm a marathon runner, and thank God I've done uh, 18 fulls and one half and uh, raised a lot of uh, money for some organizations uh, with uh, my, my actual running.
0: But now it's a Torah Reading Marathon. And the four charities that uh, Adam has selected that will benefit uh, the National Pancreatic Cancer Foundation. His father in law, Rabbi Chigger, passed away from this disease back in 2008. That's a very important cause to his family. Azer Mitzio, which many people in this audience know about, the world's largest Jewish bone marrow donor registry. Uh, Shar again, very familiar to this audience, uh, who, uh, who help young Jewish women and their families facing breast cancer. And the National Multiple Sclerosis Society, again, you have relatives and friends of your family who've suffered from MS, and you want to help support that organization. So there are four charities, National Pancreatic Cancer Foundation, Azer Mitzion, Char Sheridan, National Multiple Sclerosis Society. How do people support the Torah Reading Marathon?
10: Okay, I just want to credit... uh and anonymously, but credit uh, the one person who planted the thought for this in my mind, when I was at, near the very beginning of it, um, I told one of my friends the, uh, the, that uh, I was doing this, you know, uh, try to do all 54 in one, one cycle, and he kind of blurted out, he said, oh, it's like a Torah reading marathon. <laughs> and that literally, at the beginning, I had it in the back, I said, you know, it is, and I always, I said that God willing, if I'm able to get through it and have the end within reach, you know why not make it more than just a personal accomplishment, which is great, and, and which I'm very excited about, but why not try to leverage it and try to uh, raise some money yeah. for some very good organizations that do a lot of good work? So that was kind of the etymology of it. So I've, I created a, um, a dedicated uh, PayPal link, uh, for donations for, as a repository and the idea basically is that the proceeds are going to be split four ways equally right. uh, to to all of these, uh, to all amongst these four organizations um, and um, you can uh, find it on my uh, Facebook page which uh, will be up uh, shortly with the uh, link and um, you can just go to Adam Rosen in Boynton Beach on PayPal and it will be there. Uh, just kind of made it as easy as possible to click and donate, if if you will. And um, I've actually had some uh, people uh, come forward as matching donors who I've privately approached. If anyone is interested in doing anything kind of above and beyond, uh, please message me uh, at adrosen adrosen then the number one at hotmail dot com adrosen one at hotmail dot com. And um, also. Uh, that's that's really the uh the way to do it trying to make it this is not uh one of these uh sponsored types of uh fundraisers where i have banks of people making a lot of calls and 24-hour deadline uh, this is just you know trying to leverage a uh an interesting and unique uh endeavor and trying to make some money for some uh, organization
0: oh I, I love it all right the tarot reading marathon mm-hmm. If you want, if you want to sponsor um, uh, Adam, and by the way, fifty-four is actually a very good number to sponsor. That's a uh, multiple multiple of chai. Yeah,
10: yeah. I've had a lot of people already say like. You know, the second they heard it, they said, "Put me down." 54. Yeah. I'm going to do 54. the 54. <laughs> I'm
0: going to yeah. do the 54 as soon as it's on your Facebook page, and then I'm going to share it with everybody. I appreciate <laughs> Are it. Are you kidding? I appreciate me? it. Uh, the least I can do for an old friend. Uh, I really the, appreciate the, it. The four charities: National Pancreatic Cancer Foundation, Azar Mitzion Charity National Multiple Sclerosis Society. I'm going to go to Adam's Facebook page. I uh, will also share it on my. Uh, a, a Facebook page and, and as you heard from him uh, if you go to PayPal you literally could search Adam Rosen Boynton Beach and you can give in that way as well and the uh, the total dollars collected for the Torah reading marathon will be split between the four organizations that the Rosen
10: family has chosen
0: well Adam uh, Mazal Tov Mazal Tov thank times
10: you. 54 to you thank you very much thank you very much really so amazing appreciate it I uh I, I told my wife Tippy that uh this would indeed be a one time attempt <laughs> and uh <laughs> and uh you know I'd be more than happy to uh, have someone laying Rachie neck in, in a couple of weeks although I think that's <laughs> not going to happen but go, but God willing we will be in Great Neck uh for uh Chaye Sarah for my uh, our twin nephews B'nai mitzvah and God willing That Shabbos, I know for sure, I am not scheduled to lane, so I'm more than happy to take a break, and I'm and I would be happy to have it happen early in the next cycle, so the pressure is completely off. Well, you want to do it again.
0: Well, you know now that you have to give a kiddish both in Boynton and at the (laughs) Yeshivah of Great Neck. You know that, right?
10: Right. right. Actually, one of the local rabbis that I spoke with who. uh, was uh very interested with the uh project uh he, he actually his first reaction he says wow that's like a see on the torah right great right yeah that's that why nice.
0: that's why simple Torah would be the perfect time to make a, to make a kiddish right
10: right right <laughs> adam
0: adam yeshakar it's a lot of fun and it's an amazing accomplishment and, a gr- and some great causes and uh and thank uh, thanks for bringing it to our attention. As I said, the second it's up, we'll share it and let everybody know about it that way as well. Uh, as have, have a gemar chasimatovah and a happy, healthy, and sweet, and uh, and on Shabbos morning, a more restful year ahead.
10: <laughs> yes, thank you very much. And I can't thank you enough for uh, helping me kind of get the word out. And Was uh, a gemar chasimatovah to the extended Siegel family.
0: Appreciate and, uh, that.
10: Great year, as always.
0: mate, thank you so much. Adam Rosen from down in Florida with the Torah Reading Marathon. I love it. I love original ideas, especially those that have to do with Torah and our community. Thursday morning broadcast more coming up. It's JM in the AM.
5: Shining light all around your soul inside. It's a flame from on high. I can't stop the heat. It's burning, burning up the beat. Your soul could warm the coldest heart.
0: J.M. in the AM, 8th Day with Inner Flame title track. Yeah, we're on fire, all right. On fire with great music and great programming leading up to Yonthus. J.M. in the AM, thank you, 8th Day. Uh, Miriam L. Wallach is with us live via telephone. She has a unique uh, broadcast coming up at 10.30 this morning. Uh, but there's is another issue I want to bring up with her first. Miriam Elwala, gemar Khatimatova. Welcome back to JM in the AM.
4: Gemar Khatimatova to you and to all the listeners. I will tell you that I didn't know we were discussing two things, and now I'm nervous about this interview.
0: Nothing to be nervous about. I'm, I, I just am assuming that you have not looked at the uh, NSN app in the last the five to ten minutes.
4: I have not. That is correct. Whew.
0: Thank goodness um really? because i would have i would have really really been upset if you brought this up a listener one that i don't recognize frankly based on their username at 8:15 this morning 5 minutes ago wrote can you play ohad's malchuscha since we ah. got since we got jipped yesterday and i'm like wow is this you using a username that i'm not familiar with
4: Shkayach is all i have to <laughs> say to that person you you know and i will tell you that we got off once once i got bumped I was like, wow, I'm getting bumped. My song's getting bumped. But I got bumped for Yussie Green. So right. if I was in your seat, I would totally have bumped me also.
0: Nonetheless, now it seems that if I'm going to be a good guy after bringing this up, I have no choice but to satisfy this listener's request and get my husk at some point now.
4: It's also the best song. <laughs> it's just its the best song. There's nothing to talk about. You must
0: have loved it yesterday when I asked Oha, do you really think it's a good song? You just play along because she likes it. <laughs>
4: Yeah, yeah that, was, that was fun. I thought that, that was, was pretty fun yeah, That was that a fun moment.
0: Yeah, that was
9: a fun moment. And what
0: would you give to be at Adam Rosen's kiddish on Simcha's Torah in Boynton? Wouldn't that be fun? Well, I, I, at least I know I could stay with my in-laws while I'm in Boynton. <laughs> I, <laughs> wonder, yeah. I wonder if they dive in the same shul. If they do, they have a really good balcore, I'll tell you that much. They,
4: <laughs> let me tell you, they do dive in, in that shul. I'm just a... Because I'm in transit, I am not in a position where I can email Avrami, but I'm definitely asking him for the link to that interview. Not only was the interview great, but clearly not enough people know that this is going on, yeah. and his community should certainly support him. I mean, we should all support him. It's really cool. Yeah, it's a fun it's-
0: concept. We love fun ideas, and this one's a great one. So,
4: It's also, it's more than a fun idea. It's um, Unfortunately, I know that you and I have discussed this, privately but laning is becoming a skill that's falling by the wayside. That's Boys right. are learning to lean for their barman so they they're getting their cedras under their belt so to speak and then that's it. Yeah. And I remember years ago when I was still teaching, I had a student whose parents paid him 50 bucks every time he did an entire barsha. And um and I looked at them and I said, "You know, really?" And they said, "Yeah, your your oldest is a girl." And you have years before you have to make a kid sit down and learn the Trump. He's like, Judge, they said don't judge yet. And, and I totally hear it. It's a very, I'm not saying that leaning or taking on that responsibility of learning, a cetera, that you're not responsible for because it's, you're not your partial, isn't a big endeavor. It is, but still. There are – how many times are you in a place where somebody's like, can anybody lane? Can oh, anybody no, lane?" No
0: question about it. And then on top of that, not just the Torah, but McGill Esther, and many other things. All right, uh, coming up today, starting at 9 a.m., amazing lineup, uh, Charlie Harari, and then into spin class with Michael Fragan and Phil Goldfeder. At 10 a.m., uh, Jew in the City speaks. Allison is going to be speaking with her by Lord Jonathan Sachs, which is pretty cool. And then at 1030 this morning, uh, I asked Miriam to join me because she has a unique interview today. She'll be speaking with Dr. Daniel Mishkin, the uh, author of the book, The Other Side of the Bed, what patients go through and what doctors can learn. The website is theothersideofthebed.com, theothersideofthebed.com. Tell me how you came across Dr. Daniel Mishkin.
4: So, uh, just a, a slight correction, it's Daniil. So oh, Dr. sorry about that. No, no worries, it's spelled the same way. Um, Dr. Daniel Mishkin is actually the brother of uh, Dr. Barry Mishkin, Olive of shalom, who passed away, I think it was 2002. The name may be familiar to many of our listeners, as there were bone marrow drives to save Barry, both in the Riverdale community and in the, the five-towns community. And it was a massive community endeavor on uh, no stone being left unturned, people turning out both to dedicate their time, as my husband would say, equity and sweat equity, all were donated to save Barry, to give him another chance at life. And unfortunately, there were other plans. And the book details not only what Barry went through, but what what his family, and specifically his brother, who's a physician as well, um, learned about patient care and the needs of the patients and of the families through this endeavor. It's, it's. I don't want to say it's a rare occasion, but it's not common for a doctor who's going through literally his residency. He was a first-year resident when his brother Barry got sick. So it's not a, a typical situation to have a first-year resident who's not only training to be a doctor, but also advocating for a family member and their medical situation at the same time. And so Dr. Mishkin chronicles both Barry's illness and his almost, almost evolution as a doctor and the choices that he has made and the life lessons that he has learned and that he imparts to other people and the students that he teaches through this book. And it, was a, it is a very emotional book. I'm getting that out there. It's a very emotional story, and there's a lot of self-awareness by Dr. Mishkin, a tremendous amount of honesty, and it's a, it's, a, it's available on Amazon. But most importantly, and I think this is what struck me about this story and why I wanted it on this week, is that it is a real Aseret Yumei Tshuva kind of message. Mm. The humility that Dr. Mishkin and other physicians learned through this entire experience with Barry, and also something that I refer to, and you know, that I refer to as the ata o made moment, the moment where you remember just who you're standing in front of and how you're not in control. So there's a tremendous amount to be learned from this book. I highly recommend it. I encourage people to tune in at 1030 and hear his story. Hear hear what it's about. Hear where this story came from. You can also, by the way, go to his website, www.theothersideofthebed.com check it out. You can order the book from there. You can order the book after the interview. Go for it. But I I highly recommend that people tune in. It's a really
0: important message. Conversation is at 1030 Eastern time here at the Nahum Siegel Network on That's Life. Dr. Danielle Mishkin, the other side of the bed what patients go through and what doctors can learn. We will listen with great uh, attentiveness starting at 1030 this morning. By the way, the listener you want to thank is Ari from Passaic who uh, requested Malhusra based on yesterday's episode, so he's the one to thank.
4: Ari, I love your taste in music.
0: <laughs> thank you, Miriam. Miriam al wishing her happy, healthy, and sweet New Year. We'll dedicate this song to her and Ari from all of us here at JM in the AM.
1: Manfus <laughs> call, Manfus call, I love him. Omen shall the call, the call, the boy. Manfus call, Manfus call, Manfus call, I love him. Omen shall the call, the boy. Manfus call, Manfus call, I love him. Malkus <laughs> call a loving, whom shall take home a cold alpha dog. Malkus call, Malkus call a loving, whom shall take home a cold alpha dog. Malkus call,
0: J M in the AM. That is uh, the song. <laughs> the song that we spoke about earlier and uh, the song that we uh, almost played in its entirety yesterday when Ohad was here in studio. Don't forget Ohad headlines that incredible lineup Monday night Holomoid in Brooklyn, New York at the Millennium Theater. Very much looking forward to that show. Go to jewishtickets.com, jewishtickets.com has information about all of it. Well, Dr. Mendy Gantrow is with us live via telephone, and I say that with a sound of nostalgia in my voice because uh, for a long period of time during my 35-year career, um, Dr. Gantrow was a regular guest of ours here at JM in the AM, and we've had some amazingly wonderful encounters over the years, and um, it's wonderful to reunite on this forum. He is the former president of the OU. He has a brand new book out there, and, I, and I'm going to do justice to his—I don't always read the entire bio, but in this case, for Dr. Gantra, I'm going to so you understand his background and, uh, and some of the things he's done in his amazing career. He is um, a retired colorectal surgeon. He is a former associate clinical professor of surgery at the New York Medical College and has authored 19 surgical papers. He's a graduate of Yeshiva University. During the Vietnam War, he served as a U.S. Army combat surgeon and volunteer chaplain. He achieved the rank of major, was awarded the Army Commendation Medal. He's published four previous books, including his autobiography, Journey Through the Minefields from Vietnam to Washington, an Orthodox surgeon's odyssey. Plus, he has three um, uh, anthologies on Jewish celebrations. Uh, we did a big, big interview uh, when he wrote the one on marriage. He has one on the bris Mila and bar mitzvah as well. And uh, he is with us live via telephone to celebrate the release of a brand new book. Dr. Mendy Gantra, a Shana Tovah to you, and welcome back to JM and the AM.
6: Thank you very much, and a Gamachatima Tovah to you, your family, and all
0: your listeners. While you're thrilled. I, I greatly appreciate it. It's wonderful to speak to you again. You've written a book, um, in, a, in a new book, while uh, th- that you were. Uh, let me put it this way <laughs> you, you've written a book called the five-day war correct that's correct a- and this book is fiction nonfiction based on true events how would you describe the category that this book belongs in
6: well first of all it's a fiction it's a novel my first novel but it is based upon a true f- event about 20 years ago I amazingly I received an invitation from the Saudi Arabian ambassador in Washington, inviting me to become chief of colorectal surgery in the Air Force Base Hospital in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. I mean, here I was president of the OU, one of the leaders of APAC an and, and running my pro-Israel PAC, PAC. And I thought it was guys were playing a joke on me, but then I realized why they sent it to me. They needed a colorectal surgeon. They couldn't get one. And they hired a uh, firm in Dusseldorf, Germany, to to search out, and they got rid of all the Jew- Jewish names on from the societies of uh-huh. colorectal surgeon. But Gantro was not a, really a Jewish name; it's more Russian, Gensroh. Right. So I got this invitation. Of course, I laughed. I showed it to people, and you know, I discarded it. But for 20 years, it bothered me. What would have happened? Had I not had a family, no children, no grandchildren, obviously, and I was willing to give up my life for, for Kla Yisrael and Medina Yisrael, and I accepted this, and I worked for the Mossad. So I kept putting it aside until three years ago. It was bothering me so much. I said, you know what? I have some extra time on my hand. I'm going to sit down, and I'm going to write a novel. I, I didn't know what it, how this would turn out, but Baruch Hashem, it uh, it's a novel that uh, sticks. It's not a halachic book, obviously. It's not a safer, but it sticks to uh, Jewish tradition and halacha as much as you know a novel could. And it 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 involves a young a young, uh, a young <laughs> colorectal surgeon.
0: Understood. It's a 300-page book published by Pen Oaks Publishing. And now I get it. It's the uh, a real recruitment letter and then the fictional account of what might have happened if this Orthodox Jewish Zionist leader would have accepted the offer. Uh, exactly. and, and, and just going back for a moment to the quote-unquote true part of the story, uh, what 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 would have happened, and again, obviously it wouldn't have been a Jewish surgeon, etc., but for the person they were looking for, they literally wanted to take somebody from their home base, let's say the United States, for instance, from a United States hospital, and, and have them— Essentially, work for the Saudi government, right? That's that's a-
6: exactly exactly the the Saudi uh, Air Force Hospital in the middle of Riyadh is a general hospital. It's over a thousand beds. It's it's a very well established hospital, but they do not have, and if you look on the internet, even till today, they, they're still looking for a colorectal surgeon, <laughs> and so uh, you would go there, and you would, you know, they, many of their chiefs of, of departments are American-trained, Mayo Clinic, Oxna Clinic, and so on, so they were looking for some, a young fella. who who just started out in practice, and they were offering a three-year contract with tremendous benefits and and, uh, profit-sharing and pensions and travel and vacations and anything you wanted to be able to come to Saudi Arabia.
0: Unbelievable. Dr. Mendy Gantra with us live via telephone. The book is called The Five-Day War. Why is it called The Five-Day War?
6: Well, that's a very good question. It, it, actually, it's in contradistinction to the Six Day War, but the, uh, our hero, uh, when he gets to Saudi Arabia, uh, the uh, it, w- within four months, the the prince who's who's next in line for the throne of his ali- of the alien king ruptures his colon, and he saves his life, and uh, he becomes not only his pe- his uh, doctor but his confidant and friend. And through a series of events events which people are going to have to read about, um, he is able able to to, uh, turn over to the Israelis information that forces the Saudis and all the Sunni nations to join in in an alliance with Israel in an attack against Iran, a stealth attack against Iran to destroy their nuclear and uh, missile uh, capabilities. And this war is over in five days, and the resulting war and the victory changes the entire face of, of the uh, Middle East politically, culturally, economically. There's no more Hamas. There's no more Palestinian Authority. Uh, it, it is, uh, and there is a, a, a unity, a, and it is based upon something that's real that I never knew about until I did research for the book, and that is the Paris Agreement of 1919 Mm between Chaim Weizmann, who was then uh, the head of the Zionist Organization, Mm -hmm. and Amir Faisal, who was the son of King Hejaz, who was later the king of uh, Syria and and, um, Iraq, in which on January the 3rd, 1919, they signed an agreement in Paris, known as the Paris Treaty. In which the Arab world invited Jews to come to immigrate to Palestine and to help their Arab neighbors economically and to work together in peace. And, uh, it, it, and uh, anyone will read this and, and delve a little bit into the Paris Agreement, you can see that this is the basis for a future uh, peace between the Arab world and Israel. And to wit, you see that Bahrain, Bahrain, now, I just saw last night they've invited uh, the uh, Hampton community to come visit them. At, probably by the end of the year they're going to recognize Israel. Uh, there's many, many activities taking place just below the surface between Saudi Arabia and uh, Israel. And, I mean, I myself have, been, um, have met with the president of, of Egypt and the king of Jordan, two kings of Jordan, and Morocco. Uh, so the, the, the future is based upon a concept uh, that was first laid down in 1919 uh, by the Treaty of Paris.
0: Do you think the Saudi king today is going to hear about your book?
6: <laughs> I don't know. He, either He's going to hear about it. Or he's going to send a hit squad for <laughs> me. But.
0: You'll be the Salman Rushdie of today, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Mendy Gantra with his live via telephone. Not kidding around when I ask you this question, you have so much experience. I mean, you you sat in the halls and walked the halls of Congress God knows how many days of your life. Um, did that experience help in writing the book, knowing all, you know, so many of the diplomatic channels in Washington, D.C.? Yeah.
6: And, uh, you know, I love I love people who uh, carve out a beautiful story. But when I write that you know that you're in the Oval Office, I've been to the Oval Office a number of times, and I we've met, as you know, with almost every president until Obama, uh, many, many, many times, in, in Blair House and, and in, the, uh, in the in the offices around the, the Oval Office, and in Congress, I used to walk because I, for 21 years, I I was in charge of. I, I founded the Hudson Valley PAC. It was the largest pro-Israel PAC in, in the United States. I raised, helped raise millions for pro-Israel candidates. And as president of the OU and sitting on the Jewish Agency and in the president's conference, uh, we traveled. Uh, I, I had the opportunity, Baruch Hashem, to travel the world on behalf of uh, of the Jewish community and, and uh, a, a strong U.S.-Israel relationship. Every, all of these experiences came in, in other words, I felt as I wrote about the Oval Office, I closed my eyes, I remember sitting outside the Oval Office waiting to be called in, uh, the majority leader, the the king in in Jordan and so on. Um, So uh, yes, the answer is it definitely had a positive effect impact to be able to put the story together. I didn't have to start imagining, gee, what is it like to sit outside the Oval Office?
0: Yeah, unbelievable. That was quite a career and had a feeling that those experiences would certainly uh, help with the book. Uh, Some some interesting people have read the book already. What did Alan Dershowitz tell you about it?
6: Alan Dershowitz wrote um, that he, he he wrote the following, if I could read it. Sure. He said, first-time novelist crafted in an exciting adventure based on an actual invitation. It is a well-written story based on Gancho's uh, pro-Israel activism and serious research into the modern Arab-Israel and Sunni-Shina conflicts. Uh, it's A sense of realism brings the characters alive in this fast-moving epic. I just read your part of it. Yeah. I think the nicest, uh, Mort Klein. Yeah. Uh, wrote, uh, the president of the ZOA, he wrote in his fast-paced book, he may well be reading Kamara's Mideast headlines today.
0: Oh, oh. if uh, if only art really did imitate life,
6: huh? He says, Gancho's novel is of the highest caliber of historic fiction. He shows an inside his knowledge of the Arab-Islamic war against Israel His understanding of the intricacies and complexities of evolving U.S.-Israel relations aspect of Arab-Israel relations and of Jewish groups involved in these issues were as as informative as a high-level seminar at a top think tank or university. Read this book now before you have read it in your newspapers and internet and TV news. <laughs> and-
0: you know why? Because Mort's just happy with the ending, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mort, Mort's a fantastic, and uh, you know, I love him. He's really a you, you, know, get, you get rid of you get rid of you get rid of his mind. You get uh, you get rid of uh, Iran. You get rid of Iran's nuclear power in a novel. Believe you me, that's good enough for him. <laughs> 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 and
6: Rabbi Heyer wrote a beautiful uh, dedication, and uh, President Richard Stone, who used to be the, president, uh, the chairman of the conference of the presidents, president. wrote a, a dedication. They all read the novel. So, uh, you know, I, it, it's, it's, um, I'm very pleased that we got such wonderful pre publication. It just came out last week. It's on Kindle and, and soft covered at Amazon, and probably in about 10 days, two weeks, it'll be hard
0: covered. There you go. All right. Uh, I look forward to reading it. Dr. Mendy Gantra, the book is called The Five-Day War. Uh, check it out, everybody. Based on real life, uh, at least one real life event, the uh, incredible recruitment letter that, that, that Dr. Gantra got as a young colorectal surgeon. Uh, and then, of course, the novel is based on what might have happened if he would have accepted that position. Um, I thank you very much for joining us. Mazaltov on the book. Should we take a second to say hi to all your grandchildren who are listening right now?
6: <laughs> I hope they are. Well, most of them in school, as you know, my one grandson that you know very well, Joan, is in the Chalavim. Right. you know, with, with a, a seagull. <laughs> uh, so, um, you know, I, I hope they're all listening or paying attention to the Rebbe.
0: Yeah, no question about it. One of those two, they should certainly be doing. I wish you a happy, healthy, and sweet New Year. Best to the entire Gantrau family. And good luck with the book, doctor. Thank you very much. I look forward to talking to you in the future. Bezrat Hashem. Dr. Gantra is amazing. Great man. And uh, out with a fun book. I know. (laughs) I don't know how I can call it fun when it ends with a war, but I'm telling you, it sounds like a great premise and a very exciting tale. Thursday morning broadcast. You're listening to JM in the AM. in the A.M. with uh, Yehuda Green, Hashivenu. Wow, great song. Nine minutes before 9 o'clock, Charlie Harari about Yom Kippur coming up on Unlocking Greatness. That's at 9 a.m., just nine minutes from now. Uh, spin class, Michael Fragan, Phil Goldfeder. That's uh, political news starting at 9.30. 10 a.m. for Allison Josephs. Today she discusses, or I should say she interviews her by Lord Jonathan Sachs. And as we mentioned earlier, Miriam al Wallach at 10.30 with Dr. Danielle Mishkin, author of The Other Side of the Bed. They'll have that very interesting conversation starting at 10.30 this morning, right before we live lunch here at the Nachum Siegel Network. All right, so join us and, uh, you know, stick with us all day long. Why not, after all? Best way to spend the day, i telling you. I've taken polls. Everybody we speak to unanimously agrees the best way to spend the day with us. Yisrael Williger, he's next with a the Narayim selection, high holiday selection here at JM in the AM. <laughs>
11: So, soy, soy so, so, my cat, and I'm not going to be your voice, and I'm going to soy your I nachnu beyatko mecha je me mojskis, prisa beatviat epela je, ki ne kakia dzerby hoż. Per soy sódi bet nachnu beatko, toi mechodniba drož, a prisa beatviat epela je. I <speaking in Hebrew> <speaking in Hebrew> Ikhas khuxi pian ame sake persa voe soy khuxi gek over soy soy memoy gek pina nachnu biyat kh ma vir zo so, yes, so me, I shall say, so I no be not for no be no I be a thing for naeze? Can Na khnu not going
0: from the Art of the Cantor. Tomorrow morning, J.M. and A.M. on Erev Yom Kippur. Malcolm Honline will join us for the weekly update starting at 7.40 Eastern time tomorrow right here at J.M. and the A.M. Israel, and Nachum, our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Our listeners sponsor digital radio around the world in the web at nachumseigel on the Nachum Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up a great Thursday here at JM in the AM tomorrow is Erev Yom Kippur. Make sure to join us. Coming up next, Charlie Harari on the topic of Yom Kippur. Then Michael Fragan and uh, Phil Goldfeder with Spin Class Political News. Then Jew in the City Speaks. Allison Josephs has by Lord Jonathan Sachs as her guest starting at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. And Dr. Danielle Mishkin, as we mentioned earlier, with Miriam L. wallack starting at 10.30 this morning. Then we'll live lunch starting at 11. Stick with us all day. You see why it's worthwhile to do so. Have a fabulous Thursday if you want to sponsor all or part of of a JM and the AM broadcast, go to fjbunity.org, FJB for Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, fjbunity.org. You'll see a link for sponsorship opportunities. Till tomorrow, Nachum Segal reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.